Is it just me or did things used to be a lot easier? It might just be me, but I remember being happier then It's probably just me, but it seems like everybody's talking too much Maybe it's me, but they're not saying anything We both made a promise that you could keep I guess it just meant for me Is it just me or does it feel like we don't even know each other now? It might just be me but I don't feel like starting again It's probably just me but it feels like I deserve better than this You made a promise from the bottom of your heart You said it wouldn't happen again I promise to love you till death do us part If you promise not to come back till then Hi, sorry about the wait there. Um, I think you're just quiet. I think it's either this phone has bit the dust or uh, or you're just quiet tonight for some reason. Uh, I'm trying not to be quiet. But it's, it's better than last night, so uh, good, good, good. Um, I, will, I will attempt to talk louder. I appreciate that. I don't have to. I sound perfectly clear. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on, uh, but I'll, I'll have it figured out, um, you know. And hey, if all goes well, um, I could be doing this from a computer in the next little while and not have these problems anymore. That would be fucking epic. And the rent has already been paid for a month, so I'm okay for December, apparently. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, they have some financial issues with their current roommate, so the deal was just kind of get the hell out. So the room's paid for. So we'll see. I don't know. These these guys are not like they're not bullshitters. So, but I'm not too sure how well it's going to work out any either. So we'll see. Yeah. Now I. Yeah, it's a really big relief. Um, they're not liars. They're people I know. Um, but as we as the night progresses, I'll let you know uh, what's going on with that because I ran into a couple of people today. It was quite funny. But I'm trying to find my charger. I guess real quick, just since we've already started and everybody knows that, and I'm not going to be swipping and swapping and cutting and pasting and shit, so uh, we've already started, but I will say, just for posterity's sake, hi there. Happy Wednesday. It is November 28th. 28th? It is November 28th, 2018. (laughs) And I'm Eric, uh, talking very badly at you. From beautiful downtown Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, where people who use the phrase, you never know what you've got until it's gone, aren't referring to as bacterial resistant staph infections. 
No, I don't think they would be. No. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that's not what uh, Tom Keeper of Cinderella had in mind when he wrote, when he wrote that song. Could I have uh, stumbled through that any worse? Uh, sorry about that, everybody. That was terrible. Um, this uh, this staph infection that I've uh, now battled three times this year is just raging through the lower mainland and leaving victims in its wake left and right it is a menace to society i didn't realize this at the time that it is in fact the flesh-eating disease they are one and the same yes they are so i have had three times the flesh-eating disease well let me tell you the cool part because i was at the doctor yesterday and again today we're uh re-evaluating my entire life it's going to be a lot of doctor visits um, I'll discuss that further off the air. Okay. But here's the thing. The third time I had it, I didn't have time to go and get treated. Oh. I just couldn't work it into my schedule, um, because I wanted to hang out with this girl. <laughs> um. Yeah, guys will do anything for a woman. I felt like my leg was broken. It was brutal. I, I, I couldn't walk. I had to have someone carry me home at one point. Anyway, not the point. Things went well. It was a great time. Um, but I just didn't go. And then after that, work got busy. And then after that, you know, this and that, I just ended up not going. Now, here's the thing. It cured. It's gone. Uh, it's not completely gone, but it's as gone as uh, treatment would ever be necessary. So I don't need to be treated for it any longer. Um, so I beat it on my own. So literally, the best treatment for this is to do nothing. Uh, if you're me. If you're you. If you're, if you're the super resistant me that I am, and you live the healthy, regimented lifestyle that I do <laughs> to protect your body, then you too can become a super uh, bacteria-defeating uh, super staph infection uh, slayer. Because that's what I am. I slay infections. I slayed fucking cancer. Now I slayed flesh-eating disease. Come on, Ebola. I'm ready for you anytime, bitch. Right? It, it, there's only two left that's really going to fuck anything up, and that's going to be Ebola and AIDS, and I think you pretty much are going to be both anyways. I am going to give the Ebola to the AIDS. <laughs> you're, you're, you're fucking Smithers. Or not Smithers. You're Mr. Burns. Isn't it? I am. You have every disease. You have more diseases than there's known to man. We've discovered five new ones. So I'm indestructible. Actually, no, you are quite delicate. Any valves could fuck all this up. I am indestructible. <laughs> he just fucking walked away. See, that's the part that frightens me is that any change to my current lifestyle could jeopardize this. It could be the perfect chemistry right now. It's true. And you end up getting, you'll get off the fucking streets, get into a fucking place, and then bam, staff. Yeah. Lose a leg. <laughs> or it'll be some Donnie Darko thing, and their jet engine will fall through my room. And kill me. <laughs> you just never know. The day everything's fine, Ed McMahon's knocking on the door with the big check. <laughs> you get stabbed. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to Eric and Gord. Uh, I'm calling tonight the official launch of season two because last night was a bit of a train wreck and uh, edited very, very poorly, and it's just not a good episode. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's very, very entertaining. 
but it was uh, very necessary. We, uh, we yeah. had some jitters in the beginning of that one about even being back into it. So it was very to start with. Yeah, but that was our that was our first time uh, uh, sex, and this is the second time we're a little more comfortable with our bodies now. We figured it out. We popped our cherry. That's right. Um, Which is funny. It took 101 episodes to pop our cherry. Well, we're very frigid. <laughs> 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 Which, oddly enough, by for, by by uh, anchors count, I think this is 104, and uh, I I have it as 102, but it's actually I don't know. We're all over the map, and I love that about it. But I think we should label this as episode 104, and then have you like, where the fuck's 102 and 103? What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Well, I kind of know why I think, but I'm not going to talk about it anyway. Great song debuted last night. Another great song debuting uh, possibly on this episode um, uh, from the, the upcoming album Post, uh, Post-Grunge Poster Boy, which has become kind of a thing because I've been showing it off at work because I'm actually quite proud of it, and it's 90s-ishness, which is... Uh, uh, take a peek if you have time tonight, Gord. Just listen to the song. It's just a two-minute clip of the song. I'm not giving away the whole thing for free, bitches. Um, so it's just a two-minute clip of the song, but really, really great. Uh, and, and I've been showing it off, and people at work are blown away by it. And I, I, it's now become a thing where I'm proving that people our age can still play better music than people that are supposed to be listening to music now. So this post-grunge poster boy thing has become the anthem for the 40-year-old Um and how much better our music was and, and will remain. Which is true. I mean, because these kids nowadays can barely even play a fucking instrument. So. Yeah, well, exactly. There's some quality bands out there, but not uh, not to the caliber that we had. And I didn't plan on these sounding so 90s-ish. It just happens to be the way I'm stuck. And they just came out that way. Um, the record, 90s is... 80s and 90s music is, like, pretty much all the fucking grave right now. Yeah. Because they're realizing that it's, well, just, it's, cocaine makes things so much better sometimes. Well, exactly. <laughs> and they don't know nowadays, because they don't get good coke up here. That's right. Uh, but something that was interesting to me, I was talking to a fellow uh, who was about our age um, yesterday. Actually, a couple of people um, uh, who, who very much feel the same way we do, by the way, about our, our disenchantment with our generation and and not feeling grown up at our age, we are just uh, giant old children. Um, but I, I was told that we're—they're actually trying to lump us in with millennials. That we—they're—they're—that date is like seventy, like seventy-six ish. Yeah, no, that's just no. Fuck off. Like, first of all, stop trying to fucking label everything because even to say that all millennials are a certain way is a fucking stupid statement because it's not completely true. No, of course not. But uh, it's mostly th- true, but it's not completely true. <laughs> but this guy's trying to say that we are millennials. The age for a millennial it begins in '76, uh, so it it develops. Uh, not you, I guess, but me. Oh yeah, that would be you. Are you? No, you're no, seventy-four. Yeah, right. I'm seventy-four. So he's saying it goes back like it's a '75, '76 kind of a thing, and I'm thinking, no, you motherfuckers, that's just one more attempt to completely wipe out my generation, as if we're. We didn't exist. We didn't happen. We were just millennials. No, we were a very distinct generation, and we are still. Our generation is the second best music generation to ever happened to fucking music. And this sucks. So they're trying to they're trying to assimilate us. 
so they can so they can claim to be us. No. What? No. Millennials are people who were born in the fucking. Almost all put it to say late nineties from basically two thousand up. That's a fucking millennial. And that brings me back to the classic line, my favorite line from the entire Ashes of Purgatory album. It was easy to blame us until you became us. Right? They just want to, I don't know. It really bugged me that uh, they're trying to either absorb us or trying to erase us from the history books with Johnny McDonald and everything else that was good that nobody will admit was good. It's not going to happen. And I'm sorry, I, we have, I'm not going to get into it too big, but the whole Johnny McDonald thing is stupid. No, don't tear him down. Yes, the man did one terrible thing in amongst 100,000 wonderful things for this country. So, sorry. Oh, absolutely. And tearing him down and denying that it happened, that's an insult to the First Nations people as well. Cause if yeah, we're, because all you're trying to do is just pretend like something didn't happen. If, we pretend, if we pretend like it didn't happen, then we're calling them liars, essentially. Um, it's not right all around. Anyway, enough of that. Just our generation kicked ass. We ruled musically, and they're trying to take credit for it or trying to say it didn't happen, and I won't accept it, and that's why this album has become what it has. I never intended it to be that way, and uh, but it's still kind of fun that people are talking about it. Our generation was responsible for fucking rap. Our generation was responsible for the new age of fucking punk. Our generation was responsible for fucking speed metal. Hey. For all forms of fucking heavy stuff that didn't relate directly to Black Sabbath. Fuck you. Every genre, though. That turned everything. Every genre music since the 90s. Look at the other genres that we don't give credit to. Look at the Chris Isaacs, the Sarah McLaughlins, the the Katie Langs, the the Shania Twains, Garth Brooks, for fuck's sake. Okay, this is the one thing I am going to have to say. That's the only thing that's seen that we have is that our generation is the one that destroyed, that ruined and destroyed country music. Or made it awesomer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. No way. I fucking hate new fucking country. It'll always be called fucking new country because nobody fucking does it like they used to do it. That's and true. It's all the fucking same. It is its Every own monster. Fucking plane came out. There is no fucking difference between the group of them. They fucking suck. I enjoy Brad Paisley. He's quite a good guitar player. If you ever give him a chance, uh, listen to his guitar playing. He's pretty amazing. Um, I have no problems with such a guitar player because the way he's a fucking chicken pick, some of the shit he decides to do is amazing. It's not the guitar players specifically that I have the issue with. It's the, it's the fucking music itself. Well, that's the industry in general. But And let me just say, Taylor Swift, uh, I don't agree with them at all. Honey, you're unique and wonderful. Please, please call me whenever you want. I totally disagree with him. That, that's just to Taylor Swift. Everybody else, no, I totally do. He's, he's right. Taylor Swift, I will not kiss your ass, but you would love to kiss mine. It'd be fine. I will do anything to your ass. Um, the, <laughs> All right. Mine or hers? <laughs> uh, well, that that remains to be seen. Really, we'll leave it up to her. I'm I'm almost nervous for a road trip now. You know, you know, hey, Taylor, if that's what it takes, <laughs> uh, I can I I think I can be I think I can get there if I have to. I know how to close my eyes. It's okay. Oh my good lord! <laughs> Already, where are we? Let's see here. This this train left the station 14 minutes ago and it's already off the track. 
We should have built a pipeline. Uh, <laughs> okay, I got to refer to my notes here. Where am I at? I'm at I beat Mirsa. I'm a god. Um, then we went off nothing that I wanted to talk about. And here's what I wanted to get your uh, your input on uh, that I think is really funny because um, uh, a girl that I, I know nothing about and I can't stand, even though I don't know her, uh, this Alessia Cara freak who's all the rage right now. Alessia Cara, Canadian superstar, the new uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> Is this the chick from fucking Brampton, Ontario? Yes, and uh, just just. Right. Did the Grey Cup this year horribly? Um, announced that she's taking a break from social media because of all the uh, the nastiness of the social media culture. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm of the mind that uh, don't care. First of all, could care less. And um, secondly, you're not going to do anything about it. And third, trolls are funny. Um, I, I, the, the trolling we did with Mary uh, throughout the summer and all our vegan friends, I found absolutely hilarious. I think it's a, just a good way for the family to pass, pass time. And I just, I, where are you on this, Gord? Okay, so I got someone else. Okay, I so, knew you would. So I'm not one for attacking a person specifically for who they are. That I'm not going to do. Using Mary as an example, I never attacked her specifically as much as I attacked what she thought she represented and didn't know enough about it. Exactly. Right, right, right. Now, here's my issue with fucking social media shit. So there's this guitar player, uh, a girl by the name of... Um, uh, Sarah Longfield, I think her last her name is. Sure. Exceptional fucking guitar player. I've been following her since she was like 15 years old when she posted a video. She's played on stage with the likes of Zach, or like Zach Wild, fucking Levi. You know, she's a very, very gifted woman. She's just got a record deal and she released her first album and all this great stuff. She released a fucking video uh, not too long ago, within like within the last fucking month, and it's. It's, it's heart-wrenching because all it is is just a musical interlude of her just sitting there in her, in her bedroom playing the music and over top of it is a guy, a guy's voice reciting all of the brutal, nasty fucking messages guys have left on her social media account. Wow. And it was, uh, are the messages like girls can't play guitar or or what? what what's the... Okay. What? I mean, a lot of them, some of them do attack her guitar playing, which for me is just fucking retarded. Well, she is really fucking good. She's very, very fucking gifted. She can play circles around fucking any guitar player on the fucking plane. She's very, very good. And to have her people sit there and say shit that was just degrading, you know, just, um, or you put the guitar down and just show me your tits. Yeah. You know, like, just shit like that. I understand completely why a female specifically uh, musician or artist or whatever it might be that has become a, a popular flavor, I understand why they would shut down the social media because the guys are fucking horrible. Sure. We are the scourge of the fucking earth. We are horrible fucking slabs of fucking meat. Uh, the world would be a better fucking place without us. There's no denying it. There's Agreed. Very fucking quickly. 
But nonetheless, I just I understand completely why she would do it. Agreed. The guys are fucked. And if any guy out there who's going on social media, who hears some music, and if you don't like it, you make a reason why you don't just do suck. Fuck you. And if you're going to make a fucking statement saying that you're a bad fucking musician, then you better fucking post something that's fucking mind definitely better than what you just fucking got. Of course. I totally agree. If, if you're not able to fucking say that, if you're just shooting your fucking mouth up, I would love to do what fucking James Simon fucking Bob did at the end of James Simon Bob fucking strikes back. I would love to do what they did was where you get a shit ton of money and you just show up at people's house and say, hey, are you the asshole that said this about our fucking, our, our, our comic book? Yeah. And just beat the living fuck out of it. Sure, of course. I think it's a great thing. And, I think people should start doing that. And I say, I, I agree completely that that should be allowed and people should do that. But, um, I, but I, 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 Okay, I, I can't say I disagree with you, but here's the thing. I think it's funny. I love it. I, I, again, I didn't attack Mary personally. Not once did I ever. Um, and Lord knows I could have. <laughs> uh, um, but you don't do that. That's not cool. And I would, I would suggest that's not cool to anyone. For any reason, don't attack an individual. Um, no. Except Chris Galas. Absolutely, he deserves to be torn apart uh, verbally. Um, that's fine. Only, only Galas. Um uh, and it, but yes, I totally agree. But but trolling, I'm sorry, I find it hilarious. I really do. And the more you tell me not to, the more I do it and find it funnier and funnier. Now that's incredibly childish of me. I'm aware, but I I just find it really fucking funny. I find it funny to an extent. But I do it when personally as well. Like, okay, I love when people troll businesses. Um, like, there's the, the Wendy's and KFC trolls are amazing, yes. especially when they fucking troll back. I fucking live for that stuff. It's fucking hilarious. But when you're attacking somebody for their skill set... No, never. Something they actually are good about. Like, something they actually have a gift with. Yeah, especially if you're completely way off base by it. You look stupider. You get, you're, you're an asshole. You're, you should legit... You should fucking drink a bottle of fucking bleach... And if you happen to survive it, eat the container after. Well, if the person's if the person's not good at what they do, and you say, "Hey, this person's not good at what they do," no one's gonna disagree. But if if you're insulting someone who's incredibly talented just to be a dick, then uh, you come across looking way worse than than you intended. I I in my opinion, am I wrong? Um. Normally, I would say no. You're completely right. But in today's society, unfortunately. Everybody's so fucking um, scared of words. Uh, they've given such value to verbiage nowadays that words can do more damage than anything. You know, people will be, get put in the hospital from a beating, and that's fine, but if you say they're a bad person, all of a sudden that's worse. you got to still take that into account that today's generation of people, and I'm not talking fucking millennials and still, I'm talking about people who are in their fucking 23 yeah. and younger... They don't know how to handle criticism because they've been so fucking protected by us, our fucking generation of fucking parents, because we're a bunch of fucking idiots. So would you argue that the, uh... oh, hang on, I gotta, I gotta put you on hold for one sec. One sec. Uh... Um, sorry. No worries. <laughs> Sorry about that, everybody. Uh, a little, little break in the, 
in the show there. I'll explain later, or uh, I can just take a break now. I'm sitting at the uh, Sky Train Station. Um, and uh gentleman just came up. Chinese, very stern-looking gentleman was staring at me, and he just came up and handed me $5. Oh. <laughs> That's cool. So, um, hey, well, I am homeless. I forget this sometimes. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, yeah, I forgot, for a moment there, I forgot, and I thought, I don't deserve this. And then, oh, well, no, yeah, I totally do. Um, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, no, I don't, we, I, I guess, yeah, point, point well made, um, idiots are idiots, and yeah, so did, did the, did the nursery rhyme die with Amanda Todd, um, God bless your soul, the, that, that six and stones, nursery rhyme, uh, words will definitely hurt now, um, it, it hurts worse than anything. Like, I mean, it's a, it's a pathetic state. I mean, we got to get away from this because you, you're just raising a generation of people who can't handle anything. Yeah. I understand the premise, which is what you shouldn't be saying these bad things to begin with. But, well, that's good, though, but and I'm, you have to learn to be able to protect yourself. I'm still in the mindset, like, uh, the, the G word that I've been trying all year to take back and uh, was much, much resistance. Now, half the people who use it don't use it wrong anyway. Um, they don't know why they're using it. It's just to be cool like they're tough friends. The people who do know are, uh, they, they, don't, they don't even broach the subject because it's an, institu- it's an institutional thing. It's not for our society. Um, prison rules belong in prison. And if you're that institutionalized, go back there. Um, the, the goof word. Yeah. Now, I, uh, when people, I get called it a hundred times a day um, at work, and I simply I say to them that means nothing to me. I've never been to jail. Said, Sorry, the word has no impact. It's the big dumb dog from Disney, in my opinion. That's the closest I can get to it because I've never been to jail. So fuck you. Your word means nothing. You, you know what you should say next time somebody calls you. You know what you should do as a reaction. Immediately take like five steps to the left and the right and then forward and back. Oh, weird. I don't see a cage around me. Yeah. That's a good idea. Absolutely. I'm sorry. I don't see an armed prison guard standing next to me and I don't see a black guy getting ready to call me fucking cracker bitch dinner tonight. Right. So, no. Um, no. Fuck off, dude. And, and again, I think I may have said it last night. I'm not sure if I did or not, but these guys bragging. I've been to jail 15 times. That's also, that means you're bad at crime. Stop it. Yeah. It's not something to brag about. That means you suck at what you do. I've never been to prison. I've never been to prison. It's not because I'm a good dude. It's because I'm smart and I don't get caught. Yeah, that's the difference. You fucking goof. <laughs> like, holy shitballs. I'm going to die. Um, Why are you well, someone's going to kill me if they hear this episode. Um, someone I work no. with. Oh, fuck them. Uh, funny. Funny stuff. fucking call you cocksuckers out. You fucking actually sit there and gonna call prison rules outside. Fuck off and die. Yeah, and for the record, uh, I'll go on the air and say it, and I've said it in the neighborhood, I've said it very, very publicly. Um, you stealing my buddy's shit, and me telling him about it, that's not ratting. And in prison, that's not ratting. Um, no. I won't go to the cops, because I don't want the cops involved in my life anymore than anybody else does. But if I see you take my buddy's shit and I tell him and he takes a bat to your head, I didn't write you out, pal. And I'm not going to be a house mouse. 
If you if you have friends, I'm sure you do, Gord. You know what a house mouse is. You don't want to, you, you don't want to be a friend of a house mouse. That's worse than a fucking rat. Yeah, absolutely. But somehow it's gotten to be that if I say anything to anyone about anything, I'm ratting. No, that's no. that's the biggest assholes in the group uh, protecting their own asses. That's all that little rule is. You know what ratting is? Ratting is 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 um, telling on somebody specifically for your own personal gain. Yeah. That's ratting. If you're going to rat someone, that, that, that's what you do to your sibling. That's ratting out. Sure. So-and-so actually did this, Mom. It, it, was, it wasn't what you thought. It wasn't the neighbor's kid. It, it was them. And they're doing it just so that they can look better in Mom's eyes. Oh, and boy, did my brother get it. Oh, my brother got it. Holy shit, I was I ever a terrible kid. <laughs> oh, the poor bastard. She believed me every time, too. Until he proved me wrong eventually, which he always did. Uh, which is always way, way worse when you, when you rat and then you, you find out it was a lie. That's the yeah. worst. Oh. Anyway. So just for the record, I have to take a little drive around because I have got some gas that is like literally, I think this might just wake the dead in here. Well, that's good. Good to know. Try to cap, capture it and keep as much as you can because you may need it to fuel your car next year. Yeah, there's a damn good fucking chance of that. The, uh, wow. Uh, um, we're going to be getting, I think, diving right back into it by the end of the week because things are really heating up. But uh, politics, politics, uh, getting big, big, big stories coming out right now, especially with the, uh, the war- return to work legislation imposed on uh, Canada Post. Which, by the way, I actually just heard a thing about that one. Canada Post on their website has just released although yes they're back to work but if you ordered like letters and stuff like that that will be getting delivered but if you order packages they're saying that a lot of packages won't be getting delivered until january and if you order stuff from overseas it could be until you won't be able to receive it until march yeah that's retarded um order through amazon uh find other ways use career services uh put these people in their place i'm sorry call fedex Call UPS. Do not call Pure Later Courier. They are owned by Canada Post. Yeah, call um, everybody else. Get a, get a cab driver. I don't care. Get anyone other than these whiny tricks to... Uh, what are they fighting? First of all, they don't even deliver mail anymore. What the hell do they do? I don't even know. Exactly. Nobody does. They don't do anything. They're just demanding more money. Yeah, it's, it's, it's got to do with like money and benefits and fuck you money and fucking benefits, you arrogant prick. I'm working at a fucking legit Canadian fucking company. I don't even get fucking dental for a year. Yeah, but let's... One year I only get dental, and you motherfuckers are going on strike hold my mail for fucking hostage? Put into perspective. Go fuck yourself. These aren't benefits. My ex-girlfriend's mother retired. Retired full pension at 51 years old. Wow. Because she had never, never had a sick day ever in her, whatever, 30, 40 year career. Yeah, 40 year career. She was 11 when she started with Canada Post. Um, and she retired like 10 years shy of retirement because she never had a sick day. Which, good on her. That's great work ethic there, friend. Um, uh, she's a good Jew. But, um, yeah, but how many people did she get fucking sick during that time? Oh, definitely. How many people fucking took sick days because of her fucking stupid ass that wouldn't take a day off? Which one of us is going to retire 10 years early, Gord, if this podcast doesn't make it? I mean, oh, it's, I'm never going to die. And for them, it's the gold standard. They work two hours a day and get paid for eight. 
and they retire 10 years early. They're going to all live till they're 300 years old because they're so healthy and happy and calm. What the hell are you yeah. striking for? Yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's a difficult job. You know why it's a difficult job, why people abuse you verbally? Because you fucking go on strike so many fucking times. And so publicly. I think the number, I think it was 27 times in the last, um, was it the last 30 years? 27 out of 30 years. That's, come on, that's not even a bargaining period. A bargaining period average four years. Yeah. So that's... No. Fuck off. I don't even care if it's 27 times less 50 years. You don't like your fucking job. Fuck off and quit and get a fucking real one. Yeah, uh, that too. But no, I fully agree with the right to strike. I think it's a great thing and it's helped Canadian workers a lot. But these people are just taking advantage of a system that wasn't designed to protect uh, already really well-paid workers. Yeah. These these people should be pulling it, and they're asking other unions to come out and support them. They're saying because they can't strike, they're they're getting other unions to strike on their behalf. No. Um. Uh, what? Well, that's not you. You. You've got it all backwards, there, guys. It's supposed to be you protecting the little guy, not the other way around. Exactly. Jimmy Hoffa would be the first one to come kick you in the ball and tell you to go back to work. You're fucking right, he would. I'm surprised he hasn't showed up. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's been waiting. <laughs> well, not dead. He's been waiting for this opportunity. He, he also uh, probably couldn't give a crap what's going on north of their border. Um, he was very... I don't think he cared about Canada very much. I don't think he cared about... A, well, that's true. He cared about a lot. But yeah, that's probably true. Although you never know, the steelworkers uh, now international... Because um, they take over... They, the steelworkers union expands into England now, too. That's true. Uh, who knows where he'd be at? It would be really interesting to see what things like this would, how they how they would be governed differently were he still around. Because he wouldn't be an old man now. He'd, like he'd, he'd still be around, I think. No, fuck. He'd be like ninety. Yeah. And probably quite decrepit. He'd still. I think he'd still be around. I don't know. He'd probably have one of those judge shows. He judge <laughs> Judge Judy and then Judge Brown and Judge Hoffa. And judge Hoffa. <laughs> you want your little shit? Get out of here. Because I think that's a, that's what everyone's ultimate goal is nowadays. Yeah, just to get their own fucking reality show and become a judge and be on. Get, get, get their own judge show. Jerry Springer's doing it. <laughs> Jerry Springer's getting a judge show. Oh my god. Um, I think that's the end game for everyone now. Get a judge show. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I, Did you hear about what happened out here with uh, General, or General Motors? I, I, I just heard, uh, I didn't get to follow it very much, but I did hear a little bit. So General Motors is closing um, their, uh, their plant in... Um, um, was it Oshawa? Yeah, I believe you're, yeah. And to, to some, the tune of 60,000 jobs or something ridiculous? No, no, no. No, no, it's not that bad. It's like 2,500 2, jobs. Um, but the thing is that this plant in question was the most advanced and proficient plant of its kind in, in all of North all of North and South America. Also, the single largest government investment in Canadian history. Right. And they're leaving and going to Mexico. Yeah. 
They've already closed two other plants on this, or two or three other plants on this. Now they're closing the last one. And General Motors is just like, nope, don't care. No. Closed. There's nothing you can do about it. Fuck it, we're done. We got one year. I knew New NAFTA was going to do this to us. I knew it. I just... I knew New NAFTA was going to fuck the Ontario auto industry. I saw it coming a mile away. The writing was on the wall before negotiations even started. Um, it's disgusting and so offensive. And really, it's such a major industry for us. Uh, I, do, do we just get rid of the maple leaf and slap a burrito on our flag right now? We might as well, because everything's moving down there anyway. We're gonna be the, you're going to be the next Flint, Michigan. Yeah, pretty much. And that's what it's turning into. Like, I mean, if you've taken an area that has been built and designed basically around this fucking plant, where the bulk of the people that live around the area all either work there or have people with friends that work there and family that work there, they've been around for fucking ever, and they're pulling out. Now, here's the thing, though. I, can, I understand why General, why General Motors is doing that. And you only have the government to blame. Yes. Because it costs so much for a company... To keep people employed here in Canada, it costs them so much in fucking wages and fucking benefits. It costs so much money. I understand. It shouldn't cost you eighty thousand dollars to get a brand new fucking pinto. No, not at all. It shouldn't work that way, but it has to because it costs so much. If they move the plant down to fucking next one, it will dramatically cut their fucking cost. Which means they can start selling vehicles up here for a lower price, which is going to be, in the long run, will be better for us in the long run as consumers. Well, what, no, what, my question... What, what do you do when we have nowhere to fucking work? And no one who can afford to buy those cars. Well, no, that's just it. In our country, anyway. They won't be selling here now. No, they're going to be selling them everywhere else but here. But, now, why didn't everyone give their heads a shake when it became cheaper to send plane loads of Mexicans up here to work than it was to hire our own workers. And we got the temporary foreign worker program and all this bullshit that led up to where we are today. No one gave their head a shake then and said, you know, this is what's coming. Yeah. And now here we are. And exactly like you said, you can't afford to pay a Canadian, but... And, and plus now you need, uh, you know, the... Under NAFTA, it was uh, 60% of the car or something had to be made in Canada was the... Or none. And now it's none. I went for a walk for a second. I caught back my car. Apparently didn't hear it out very well. Oh, good, good. <laughs> uh, General Motors, we have an issue for you to deal with. Uh, just write to Eric and Gord at Outlook.com. General Motors, fuck you. Seriously. Seriously. We absolutely. Right. Where is the Where is the obligation to the country that bailed saved your industry? Like I know America did as well, uh, but but Canada did their part. We bought the auto industry and saved it. We, we, that, the industry would not exist were it not for our government. And now they're telling our government to go fuck themselves and, and screw Canada. Thanks for nothing. We're out. Yeah, no. I just, I, it, it makes me sick. It does. It's a disgusting fucking thing. 
And am I ever glad I have a second fucking uh, one of those scented air tree things in my car right now? Holy and God. it's another. I mean, uh, all, we're, all that stuff you and I talk about ad nauseum about what an industrial country, what a resource-rich country, we're the richest country in the world. Resource. Well, all our industry is gone. It's gone completely. I came from a very industrial town, a very proud blue-collar town. And when you grew up, you either worked in Kelowna at Western Star Trucks or Sunrite uh, Juice Company. That, that, that you, we looked forward to these jobs. This is what you grew up to do. You were a blue-collar dude. And before I finished grade 12, both of those had moved to the States because of the first NAFTA deal. That's right. Now, they did offer employees first dibs. Uh, uh, Western Star offered their employees first dibs on the jobs. So if you wanted to move to, I believe it was North Dakota, relocate your whole family to an entire different country, you could keep your job. Now, that's such a shit fucking deal, for the most part. Now, probably most of these people weren't even allowed into America, given the pot laws at the time. Um, yeah. And for whatever reason, you don't want to drag your wife and kids to a whole other country to keep your same crap job for half the wage. Um, yeah. Of course, nobody went out. Very few, I would imagine, did. I don't know anyone who did. Uh, but I know whole families that were devastated by the thought of their child not going because dad and grandpa and grandpa before him all had um same with sunrite it was a legacy that you your family went in and as as was the auto industry i know um in ontario is just proud like that and you're good union people and and it's uh you, you train your son to follow in your footsteps that way it's a huge part of the culture and we're just what why are we letting it go i mean and thank thank i'm really uh, happy um with with uh 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 oh my god what's his name jag deep uh uh thing the leader of the federal ndp it's jag deep oh yeah, 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 yeah. uh he piped up finally i've been saying where the hell is he? he's been uh virtually non-existent uh since the Trudeau government came to power, and this he finally came out and raged against, and and good on him for doing so. Um, if this was the one he was holding out for, you you definitely won my vote, buddy. If you can if you can find a way to reverse it, um, the ND, this could make the NDP look really really good in the in the upcoming uh, election campaign. Yeah, but at the stage of the building, going anything is going to make the fucking NDP look good. I mean, you can't fucking, you know, the liberals have fucked so much shit up. The conservatives have their heads so planted far up their ass that they want to do exactly what Trump did, which is just reverse everything that the liberals did, even the good things. And that's just fucking stupid. Well, the conservative party is—they can't even fix themselves. They—they got to learn how to govern themselves before they ever get back to governing our country. And people forget they're a coalition as well. Um, they are still a coalition party. Uh, they're not the conservatives and the, uh, you know, that the, the hard C conservatives, as they say. So they could just fracture and disappear into oblivion, really, at the end of the day, and no one would care. No, it's true. Um, so we're basically a two-party race. And uh, I think if Trudeau gets his second term, uh, I think we're all doomed. Like, I made light of it. I've made light of it now for uh, since April. 
uh, since the inception of this little show. But it's not funny anymore. It's goddamn scary. It's fucking terrifying. I mean, Trudeau is more willing to fucking defend an ISIS fucking terrorist supporter than he is his own fucking people. Like, what the fuck is that? I can't, I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know. Um, I, I don't even know what to say. You know, we did it with Omar Khadr. We're doing it with... And what is our love with these terrorists? Like, I understand, I mean, again, there's that whole bleeding heart fucking thing where, you know, protect others and get their others right. Yeah, 100%. Another fucking topic I've got to quickly touch on since we're on this fucking rant. I, I'm sure you've seen the fucking clips and the, well, the pictures, mainly, of the fucking, um, fucking people from whatever, Guatemala and shit, and Honduras. Who have come up through Mexico and they're trying to get over the border? Yes. Okay. So, I've been, I was watching, I caught an initial news thing that came out from this independent news site, and the first reports that came out, and I watched the fucking videos, and this is the fucking clip. I actually saw the videos where you have hundreds of fucking guys that have that are putting women and children in front of them. Yes, always. And then they're launching rocks and shit at the fucking border security guard from behind, saying, fucking let us in. And then they bum rush through past them, and they bolt, and they're trying to get to the train tracks to fucking bolt along the tracks to get to the country. And then the border security turns around and drops tear gas on them to get them to disperse. And there's one picture that's being thrown on the fucking internet of a fucking woman with two fucking, with a kid in her fucking hands, and they're crying as they're running away, saying, I can't believe they're gassing kill women and children. Yes. I gotta say, and I gotta say it loud, fuck you! Come on! Like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I, I have some bleeding heart fucking liberal friends on Facebook, and one of them fucking posts a thing. I'm like, well, didn't you get hundreds of them that were throwing rocks and, and shit at these fucking board cars and then bum rush past? I said, what do you expect them to do? Just over the board say, come on in? Yeah. Illegally, there is a way to do this, and they're not doing it. And their response is, "Well, they've been traveling for fucking months trying to get through there." You know what? Another fucking week ain't gonna kill them. No, exactly. They're not in that country anymore. They're not dealing with the same shit that they were dealing with. They're away from that now. Fuck you. You know, just because you're out of that country, you're gonna be a refugee. It doesn't mean you have to go to the United States. You were in Mexico. You passed nine fucking countries from where you were. Yes, exactly. So fuck off. You come here. There's a couple of great pictures that have come up where there's actually a guy that's grabbed a child and he's pushing the child forward. And they were saying, oh, no, so if you look at the picture, he's seeing the kid. He's pushing the child away. You can tell by the picture. That's right. And I've seen the live fucking videos. You mother... And let's not forget, being a refugee here is not like being a refugee there. Um, you're housed in dorms while you're waiting. You're you, you're not living like animals on the border. No, I mean like I'm. I just I fucking hate. I hate the extremism of fucking liberals. I hate the extremism of conservatives. I hate the fact that you're either one full-blown one way or one the other. There's no doing, there's no right, there's no wrong. You know, you just heard, I don't know I don't fucking like Trump, 
But even fucking Trump stood up and fucking... Did you hear what Trump did with General Motors? You would not believe this, but I have not heard. I haven't had... I I have no idea. Trump turned around and immediately said, if you do this fucking move, we're fucking... We're cutting... We're taking all your funding and you're not allowed to sell to us. Yeah. Our own prime minister won't speak out against anything except doing his job properly. Um, it's, I hate him for making me uh, need to take this hard line stand on this because I do love our immigrant population. I love, and I don't identify as an immigrant. I really don't. I am third generation Canadian. I'm as Canadian as any Canadian could possibly be. My family worked for Louis Riel. I've been here since the beginning. So when people go, what's, no, but what's your heritage? No, but my heritage is fucking Canadian. Yeah. I'm third gen, I'm, I'm, I'm embedded now. So, uh, I, I, but I love our, our, refugee immigrant population. I say, yes, bring them in. We need them. We have the land. We're the fourth most uh, least, least densely populated country in the world. Bring them. We got tons of room. Come on over. But come on over legally, properly, through the proper channels. Get the proper identification. Learn the laws. Obey them. And you're more than welcome. Here's the fucking problem, though. For the longest time in Canada... You wanted to come to this country as an immigrant for whatever reason. There is a very strict set of criteria if you want to come to this fucking country. As there should be. He has the strictest laws. And people seem to fucking think that we're what? Again, I, I don't like fucking Trump. But unfortunately, the man has made some decent fucking points in the past with certain things. And immigration policy is one of them. You need strict, you need laws put in place to allow people to come in. Otherwise, they take advantage of the system, and the country loses money. Of course they do. These people don't pay taxes. These people don't do this. They don't do that. They live in fucking houses where you've got 45 people living in a house that's meant for sex. Yes. You cannot allow shit like this to happen. Do I have any... Sorry. Do I have any listeners in Queensboro tonight? Call in. 604-655-9630 or Eric and Gordon Outlook.com. Uh, Queensboro, uh, as you know, the edge of Annecy's Island. Uh, fully developed with these houses you speak of. The only people willing to live on Annecy's Island, because uh, there's nothing there except for shitty industrial jobs and our wastewater treatment plant. And all those houses, <laughs> the, uh, uh, what are they, salmon-colored houses with the wrought iron fences and 45 people living in them. Um, yeah. And, and just and 43 of them are not here legally, uh, by the way. And, and destroying industry, I'm sorry, if we're really going to keep going down this, I didn't want to fall down this rabbit hole, but now here we are, uh, destroying every facet of uh, the construction industry. Because 43 out of those 45 people will work for half of what a regular worker will work for. And they're putting entire industries, the drywall industry is tanking. You're, you're losing money by being in the drywall industry because these people have undercut to the point where the product isn't worth uh, installing anymore. Uh, they did it to landscaping, uh, gardening, not landscaping so much as, as just uh, gardening, lawn maintenance. Uh, you 
five guys with a van will work for $8 an hour, whereas, you know, you need about 20 to do the job properly. Who are you going to hire if you're a first-time home buyer? The $8 an hour guy. Uh, obviously, he's going to do a shittier job, no doubt. But the standards of the industry dropped over the years to where that shitty job is now acceptable. Um, and that's th thanks to our government for eliminating um, inspectors, uh, too, so that that shit can just go unchecked. Um, yeah. It's just the, the, the spider web that this creates that people don't think of is uh, just monumental and right to the, to the fabric of our existence is being torn apart by it. Um, uh, we, we joke that, uh, you know, for lack of a better term, I mean, we joke white people are going to be a thing of the past in 100 years. Uh, well, so could um, buildings that don't fall down and governments that don't get overthrown every six months there's nothing stopping our country from becoming theirs now at, at this point. Um, Muslims are Muslims are going to eliminate every other religion in a matter of time. They're multiplying at a rate that we we couldn't even begin to catch up to if we wanted to, and we're not multiplying at all uh, because we can't afford to have a kid. Yeah, they can because we're living illegally and we're getting all the we're same benefits. The benefit. What the fuck just happened? How the fuck is, and How did no... Why is nobody saying anything? Why does it take Donald fucking Trump to be the voice of reason here? Well, yeah. well, I don't know. Like, all the... I mean, here's the thing. It's the same motherfucker that will sit, that will sit there and say, you know, um... I bet you people would really want to fucking hear that. They have to make a noise. Yeah. And the more, the more people that write in and say this is a good idea, the, the more likely it is to happen. So, yeah, you guys get where I'm going with this, right? Eric and Gordon. I'll look that up. Because uh, I am trying pushing really hard for Christian Slater. I'm not, I'm not pretending it's going to happen, but I, it better happen. I'm going to hate this show forever. Have you messaged him on fucking um, Instagram or anything yet? I have not. Uh, only on Twitter. Because that's the only one I've confirmed so far to be authentic. I have sent uh, messages to several booking agents that I'm pretty sure aren't his. Um, there's a huge money-generating industry of fake uh, industry people who pretend to know celebrities and, and take a lot of your money to book them for events, and then they don't show up. <laughs> I think some of these guys are actually real managers for people. They still just take your fucking money and don't give a shit. Oh, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Sure, he'll be there. Give me $10,000. Yeah. And he needs to have a fucking bubble period set to the temperature of 50 degrees. Yeah, exactly. And then send a guy. Like, definitely send a guy with his name. I'd do that. It looks nothing like him though. Like no, he's, he's just a regular. He's just a plumber from the valley. Fucking, you're expecting Tom Cruise and some fat ginger shows up at yeah. like seven foot three. I was told. I was told there's hot dogs at this party. <laughs> you're going. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're expecting Tom Cruise. That's my name. The word out. <laughs> 
I know all those stunts. Wait, wait, wait. You mean that pussy from Cockburn? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he can't even really fly that plane. He what? He can't even really fly that plane. They made that up. Really? Yeah, he no, he yeah. can he can really oh no, it's uh who's going to play the plane? Judge Walter. Sorry. Judge Walter. But Tom Cruise apparently for some movie that he's doing, one of the things is just no, for the Tom Cruise they're, they're doing the uh, the remake of they fucking, are doing uh, the remake, yes. And one of the things with that is, is that he wants to get his fighter pilot's license for that reason so that when they do the shots it's actually him flying the plane. Wow. Well I'm sure the church of Scientology can just give him one. No, dude, I mean he just buy his fucking own state the hell. He can he can buy a license. He can buy uh, the aerospace industry pretty much. That guy can buy his own NASA. He's a yeah. He's a he's a rich motherfucker. And yeah. and you know what? I got nothing. I don't care about his personal life. I say this to most celebrities. I don't care. I don't want to know your life. It's your life. I don't give a shit. Uh, the man makes good movies. I like his movies. I agree. Um, I don't care where his puts his money to dodge taxes or whatever fake religion he wants to pretend he gives a shit about. Um, okay, that might have been a little commentary in there, but I did it like it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't care. I like his movies. I like all of them, really. I think I think all of them. The Yellow Sky was horrible. I, I, see, I kind of didn't hate it. The first time I watched it, I hated it. And then I watched it a, another time and quite enjoyed it. Um... But I had started doing drugs at that point, so maybe that's why. <laughs> I think that, because I was heavily doing drugs when I watched it, I still didn't fucking like it. It was, a, it was an interesting idea. Um, again, oddly enough, Kurt Russell, fantastic in that movie. In what, Vanilla Sky? Vanilla Sky, he's the psychiatrist, he's interviewing him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kurt, why is Kurt Russell so awesome? I don't know. That guy just blows me away. He's such a great actor. He gets no credit for it. Everyone thinks he's just like cash. Oh, like, did you start in Death Proof? Yeah. Fucking amazing. That guy. Uh, Kurt, I want you on the show too. And you live here, so you can fucking do it. So, Kurt Russell, I know you live here. I see you. Oh, I, I, I've seen you. Um, Call me. It's the same area code for fuck's sake. Yeah, it's probably long distance. Just call. Be on the show. Um, wonderful man. Great actor. Anyway, not the point. Tom Cruise is where I was at. But yeah, I really like Kurt Russell in that movie. And again, I had the two girls. It's just I don't get their existence. I like it took two girls I can't really stand and threw them together. Um, Penelope Cruise and. Uh, and uh, the the mask chick, the Mary, something about Mary one. I love Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit makes me laugh every time. Penelope Cruz. Penelope. No, no relation to Tom Cruise, but in the movie together. Bad movie. Yeah. Did you ever see the thing Tom Cruise did with... Uh, Who's that fucking dude, uh, James Corbin? Yeah. The, uh, I didn't see it. I heard about it. Oh, my God. Because uh, James Corbin shot his mouth off saying that Tom Cruise 
like basically doesn't actually do his own stunts and he called him a pussy. Right. So Tom Cruise fucking brought him out and made him jump out of a fucking airplane. That's awesome. It was it was so fucking funny because well James Corden was fucking freaking out. Yeah. Tom Cruise just so relaxed that you can tell this motherfucker jumps out of a lot of airplanes. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's so well versed with this. He couldn't have given a shit about what he was doing. That's fucking fucking freaking. That's probably how he goes to breakfast every morning. He gets up, gets in a plane, and then flies to the other end of his massive property and skydives to the table. Yeah, probably. I would imagine. Um, yeah, I know. I, I think there was a thing I heard that uh, some company didn't like. He got really mad because they wouldn't let him do the stunts. But they didn't want him to do his own sons. Yeah, well, fucking expensive for him if, if he does it. Well, of course. You imagine what the insurance is on him. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it was like a thing, like it almost shocked production because he's like, oh, I'll only do it if I can do my own stunts and shit, which is cool. I like that about him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, James Corden, I don't know about that guy. I think I like him. I, I think he's he seems like a pretty fun guy. Um, yeah, I don't have any issues with him. If he is genuinely who he's uh, putting himself out there as, which I have no reason to believe he's not, but if he if he is that guy that you see on TV, then then I like him. I like him a lot. He can remind you of like Chris Farley when he used to do the Chris Farley show. Like he's actually starstruck and and enjoying himself. Yeah, which I think. Yeah, no, kind I, of I think. Sorry, go ahead. I, he'd be a lot of fun to be able to fucking hang and talk talk to and stuff like that. I think uh, if you're in that position, you have to. You should be like that. You shouldn't be bored and like, uh, here's so and so. You should get excited that these people are on your show. Yeah, I think I would. Be. I mean, fuck. If we had any of these people show up on our fucking show, I'd lose my goddamn mind. It'd be great if I had anybody. I I I am trying to get um. Oh my god! Watch me screw up his name now. <laughs> and then, here we go, folks. Listen to this. I, uh, and then never get him on the show ever. It'll be the guy whose name I didn't remember. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm enjoying this moment. Um, we're gonna uh, play a song now. Such <laughs> <laughs> a little song. Good timing. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. And then when we're back, we're going to talk about my favorite actor. I'm going to let you guys guess who that is while uh, the song is on. Uh, it really doesn't matter if we play a song or not, but I might just, you know, to cover this up. Um, just to throw that in there. Because, my God, we're, I'll cover up this part. Kid. Yeah, this part right here I'll cover up. The, the red-headed kid from fucking uh, Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, yeah, I have no idea what his name is, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, the guy who follows me on Twitter. Uh, yeah. The my, one major celebrity who actually still follows me, and we chat on Twitter and stuff. Um, we have, we've had some funny chats, actually. And uh, it's Keith, Keith, I want to say Keith Cooley, but I don't think that's right. Well, you you can say anything, and I just why I wouldn't have a clue what his name is. Um, okay, no offense to you, dude, but it's just if you're not a super A list, I'm not gonna know who you are. Okay, this is people <laughs> who are following me. That's why I don't need to see that. I I don't care. Uh, it's, who am I following? Uh, who's my fucking? God damn it! I don't know how to work the Twitter. Um, but I want I try to get this guy. This, yeah, we're gonna have to cut this out. Um, <laughs> it's not not interesting at all. 
Oh, come on. This is great. So where do, oh, she was what you call radio fucking gold. Where is she? Where's the fucking people? Is this the one? I can't. I don't know if it's people are following me or people I'm following. I don't know. I don't know how to use the Twitter. I just go on there and say stupid shit and put up pictures of the podcast. <laughs> because uh, this, it's no longer automatically posted on Twitter anymore because that was a speaker thing. Oh, right. Oh, there's, there's Ashley Simpson still following me. Really? Hmm. <laughs> uh, Mr. Sam Harris. Very, very famous guy who I don't give a shit about. Uh, okay, I'm having trouble with this. I'll look it up later. Anyway, yeah. red-headed dude, Keith. I know it's Keith. Keith, I'm sorry, I forgot your last name, Keith. I'm not good with names. I never have been. Uh, I think you're fantastic. I love you, and I don't tell mom the baby so you're dead. You're an amazing guy. I love that we talk, and I want to call you and have you on my show. So get in touch with me uh, via the Twitter, uh, and we'll we'll do that. I just love how you always refer to it as the Twitter. I just fucking love that. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a cool kid. and Well, he's, he's not quite a kid anymore. He's a little bit older than me. But it'd be cool to have him on. And then he knows people. I'm sure he still knows people. I would assume so. I don't think he knows anybody that big, though. I mean, come on, like, he hasn't done anything, really. Oh, he's done all kinds of stuff. Like, what? Well, exactly. You just hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> now you look it up. <laughs> and I will tell you, um... Followers you know. Oh, okay, I see it. Oh, okay. There's a list of people who are following me and then and then people who are following me that I actually know is a separate list. That's funny. Hey, we're being followed by this uh podcast called Is It Just Me? Podcast with Eric and Gord discussing anything they feel like. I like that. Hey. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I followed me at <laughs> one time. There's probably a time when I was my only follower. <laughs> I was just uh, sending the tweets to myself. Hey, fucker, what's going on? I don't know. I'm following me. Hello. There's another Brandon Hunt there, too. I, I got like four accounts. It's pretty good stuff. Uh, where is this kid? Oh, hey, the next mayor of Vancouver. <laughs> That's early for the next uh, election. That's good. Keith Coogan, thank you. There it is. Keith Coogan, I director, producer, documentary feature director, shuttle pilot, wet nurse, zombie hunter, squirrel enthusiast. He's a funny kid. That's how he did himself. Uh, I don't know if it says anything about his uh, career here. You can go to KeithCooganOnline.com, though, and uh, if you want to know about Keith Coogan, he's a great actor, did lots of cool stuff in the 80s, early 90s. Got to be in a movie with uh, with uh, uh, Bundy, Kelly Bundy. How do you not like that? It's true. That, that is, that, that's something good to have on the resume. That was some, uh, oh, yeah, there's a picture of it on his, on, on the Twitter. That's the, this is done, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's his picture. That's like his uh, profile picture. It's, a, it's like a cartoon version of that. Oh, Keith, I like you even more now, buddy. 
Um, let's go. Let's go back to some of the treats and requires uh, of the day for uh, for me and Keith because this is what we're doing. Why not? Um, yeah, I gotta go into the to the Wi-Fi. I'm not. I'm not. I don't have the Wi-Fi going here because I'm out front at the beautiful waterfront space. Uh, downtown. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Oh, hey, speaking of movies, since we're on movie talk, apparently, have you heard the latest remake coming out? Tremors. Fuck off, really? They are remaking Tremors. Uh, there's five of those fucking movies. Well, yeah, they're obviously only remake one, hopefully. Um, I again, I, I see it's one of those ones I don't think is necessary. I don't think it should be done. Uh, yeah, you do a movie where there's like five of them already done. Spider Man, like well, yeah, you you just pretend that they're not. I mean, that's what Spider Man did. He just pretended those don't exist. Wow. Was wow. stuck it in it? I don't remember. Um, I'm sure Kevin Bacon will have to make it clear at some point. Um, I'm, I'm fucking dumbfounded by that. Yeah, me too. I was pretty shocked. Although nothing really it shouldn't be surprising. Um, because they're they're remaking everything. Well, when you run out of ideas, I guess it's better than you can do. I guess so. Like, um, really, what the fuck is there left to do when it comes to movies? Like, you, that's it. You, they've done everything you can do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, that's what they think. I mean, no, there's great ideas that they could uh, keep doing. Uh, I write some fantastic stuff that would be would make really good movies. Uh, they could come to me, and I could write really good original screenplays for them. But they don't want to. Nobody wants to see anything original now. It scares them, I guess, apparently. Everyone wants either remakes or sequels. It's just so disappointing. Yeah, it's really annoying, uh, in my opinion. But it's, it's been that way for a long, long time. Um, it just keeps getting worse. I, it, I don't know. There doesn't seem to be any end in sight. Like, what do you think? Like, you really got, at some point, you really got to look at things and go, okay. We're now considering redoing movies that sucked the first time around. Yeah, they are. There, there was one. What did they do? And I was like, are you kidding? It's a 90s movie they're redoing. And I was like, why? What? what? There's no need for that. It's stupid. I don't remember now. Something that totally like, doesn't need it. Like, it shouldn't have been done. I don't remember. Something dumb. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised in the fucking house of fucking dumb. Let's see, uh, like, there's things, they're, they're remaking stuff that's just been made. Like, they're not remaking old stuff. Tremors. They're going to redo fucking Titanic. I can see that. Yeah, I can see probably James Cameron wanting to redo that. Yeah, but I can see it being, like, Michael Bay. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be, like, you know, aliens blow it up or some fucking stupid. Yeah, I could see that. That would be funny. Hey, did you ever see the movie Battleship? Uh, no, I didn't bother. Oh, dude, that's one of those movies where you actually gotta fucking see it because it's so fucking stupid. Like, I mean, 
you've got this alien life form that's able to come to our planet. They can, they've got all these advanced technologies, and yet the planes are only going to leapfrog from one point to another. Like they don't actually fly. It, it makes no fucking sense. God, it was fucking painful. That scene is really silly. Oh, it was so fucking ridiculous. It was so, it was so bad. <laughs> but I, I don't know what am I gonna say? Let's see, oh, Keith Gruber got some uh, pretty funny things here. He, he, he'll tweet these questions like about food, like 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 Oreos or Nutter Butter. <laughs> like question mark, right? Oreos or Nutter Butter? Question mark. Um, wow. And I, you know, to which obviously I replied to him immediately. Why do you keep putting divisions where they don't need to be? Hashtag Oreo Nutter Butter.
I really enjoy that one. Is now actively seeking an interview with Chris Slater. Yeah, Chris Slater, get in touch with us. We're the guys. We're Eric and Gord. We bring the awesome to the party. <laughs> oh, that is just so fucking good. Uh, yeah, that's funny. So, hey, hey everybody, it's uh, Eric at Eric Golden Honda Four. That's my Twitter handle at Eric Brandon Hun Four. There's a lot of Eric Brandon Hunts in the world, apparently. Yeah, but only one of them is awesome. Yeah, well, I, I, I like to think so. Um, but some of them, they seem pretty awesome. Like, if you Google Eric Brandon, he's his doctor. He seems like he's got a pretty cool life. Um, man, I, 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 I send him hate mail all the time. Give me back my name, bitch. Um, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I, I, I got a bunch of followers on Twitter, and, now, and I, I don't even remember. There's, uh, there's uh, I'm getting a lot of new followers. Do I have to start being entertaining? I like that. Shouldn't they be the one entertaining? Oh, here's a tw- here's a tweet from another guy. I'll just say a name. Hey, it's this Eric. I can't find my own Twitter page. Damn it. <laughs> That's great. That's pretty cool. I don't remember that. <laughs> I can't follow interviews because of you. Get out of here. Uh, that's funny. This is good stuff. I, I just sitting here loving me. I'm looking pretty much canceled the rest of this podcast. They were pretty done. <laughs> if it, if it falls down into me just begging 80s actors to talk to me and reading my own Twitter feed, that's that's not good entertainment. Speak for yourself. I think it's all is. You guys go to my Twitter. Go to our Facebook. We have a Facebook page. It's Eric and Bird. Facebook slash Eric and Gord or something like that. I don't know. Go find it yourselves. Yeah, Google us for fuck's sakes. Um, uh, there is a Twitter, there's a Facebook page out there for you guys. If you would write something on it, I would respond and that would be like a thing like me and Keith have. Um, you know, and you can get me on the Twitter. Uh, Eric and Gord don't have a Twitter. Uh, but you can just go to my Twitter and I'll, you know, get to them. Because um, I'm, we're them. That's how that works. Um, uh, there's all the there's the Instagram you can do that I'm there I'm uh, I don't know I'm all over the place get in touch with us be a part of this thing and you know how hard it is to be this entertaining all the time uh, we, we need your help we can't just be on like this all the time for hours at a time even though the recommended podcast length is 45 minutes um so really, we can yeah, be kind of... We're just that good, though, that we're not going to follow those fucking rules. I don't think we can get it all done in 45 minutes. There's too much to cover, even when there's nothing to cover. There's too much to cover to cram it all into 45 minutes. Well, I agree. And uh, people are listening to the episode, so they're digging in the whole thing, I think. I don't know, because they don't tell me. Hint. Um, hashtag hint. Fuck <laughs> um, <laughs> But really, we can just kick back. We can do one episode, and that'd be it for the week. I'll just cut it up into five. Yeah, which we could definitely still do. Um, I don't want to do that. I think that, that's shortchanging us and them, in my opinion. But you, you, they could be pushing me in that direction, too, if they don't write me a goddamn letter. Like, just say it. 
understand. Like, I mean, this is the this is the time where everybody can just go on and say and do whatever you want. We're actually begging for you fucking guys to do this. Yeah. One person. We got one voice message. Once. Uh, from someone who wasn't you pretending to be someone else. We technically we've gotten two, but one of them was you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about it a bunch of times, but I just I wouldn't feel right faking it. I'd know it was faking it would bug me. Um, <laughs> and uh, they wouldn't be as clever as I think they would be. There was a thing. Well, one, of these days, one of these days, I might just get drunk enough to actually leave like a legit message on us. Oh, you always can. It, the option's always there. Um, and the fans, I think, would love that. <laughs> the, the, uh, the odd drunken message from Gord shows up. That would be great. Um, <laughs> we did have our friend, uh, I don't remember his name now, that sent us the one. Um, what the oh, hell was Jake? Jake, right, right, Jake, my good buddy Jake. Um that was great. Uh, haven't received one from anybody else. Uh, but just do it. Just, just even a hello. Anything. Just let us know you're there. That would be fantastic. I, I know some of you are there because I see the numbers. Um, and they're, they're great. They're great numbers. Thank you so much. Um, but let me say thank you in person. And I will on the air. Or I won't. Yeah, you know, you tell me what you want me to say. Uh, I, as you can tell by the first few episodes of this season, I have no idea what direction I want to go in, um, and that that works for me. I'm fine with that. But if you guys want to guide it in in a certain way, you can. But you have to tell me. Um, I'm sorry. Now that just sounds like I'm whining. Let me backpedal a little bit on that. I don't give a fuck. Write me or don't. I don't care. In fact, you know what? Don't write me. There you go. I don't even want you to anymore. Yeah, fuck it then. Fuck writing us. I'm glad you know that. Don't do this without your fucking letters. I don't read your shitty letters anyway. You're not funny. You're not funny. <laughs> fucking waste my time with your shit letters. Forget it. I take it all back. You're the fucking funny one. That's why we do this shit. <laughs> Watch when, when Christian Slater's on, I bet you guys are going to write to him. I'm not going to read him. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Show <Showed> you guys. <laughs> wow. Wow. Non-listening listeners. <laughs> that would be great if all seven people that are actually listening just stopped right there. Oh fuck you guys! Don't call me. I'm fucking on that. Yeah, well, fuck. Just get this half an email. I thought you guys are cool, but. <laughs> I was trying to tell my other two friends about you guys, but it's just you guys now. That would be great. <laughs> I don't care. Because I bring the awesome to the party. That's right. That's what I bring. Awesome to the party. And, you know, that's like, I just thought, you know, whenever you show up empty handed at a party from now on, you, well, what did you bring? I brought the awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I brought the awesome. What the fuck did you bring? Oh, you brought it yourself. Nobody fucking cares. Oh, seven layer dip? Pretty creative here. Fuck all. Guess what? Yeah. I brought the awesome to the party, and there's enough for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> seven layer dip is good for two fucking fat guys in the kitchen. Fuck <laughs> you, you guys use seven layer dip, by the way. Okay, because you might as well call it a three layer dip. No one gets the bottom four ever. 
it's just a hard match at the end that the guy with the broken taquitos is trying to get into at the end of the night. Trying to get into that shitty fucking bean paint in the face. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Seven layer dip. Three layers <laughs> in a bowl of crap. <laughs> hard bean crap. The seven layers is actually the three layers of fucking broken chips at the bottom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just broken chips and tears. <laughs> bottom two layers. Just <laughs> beer. Solid, you fucking asshole. I got your recipe. <laughs> I know, I hate that. I hate when people bring pretentious foods to parties. Fuck you. There's always one that shows up with some fucking namby-pamby thing that no one can pronounce. Or they bring sushi. Yeah, I'm going to bring six rolls of sushi to a fucking party. I think that. That's great. You know what I want when I'm going to get night of drinking is rice. Seaweed. <laughs> right? It's gonna bring fucking the package of fucking heated seaweed. There you go. Be oh, nice, you fucking douchebag. You guys sit in the corner with seven layer dip guy. Yeah, yeah. And the other guy who brought the kale salad. Fuck you. Oh, don't even get me going on the kale. <laughs> you don't want to be kale. Don't drink kale. It's lettuce. No, it fucking isn't. I don't know what it tastes like. It's not fucking lettuce. It's bullshit. And that guy ate it. He said it was good, and he ate it. He didn't want to look like an asshole, so he pretended to like it. It was a guy who survived off of it once because he was too fucking stupid to pack a fucking meal. They go, oh, no, it's great. It's totally healthier than, than uh, the other. No, it's not. It's bullshit. And you don't it's like it. I want people to admit it. That's something I would love is if people came forward and admitted that they don't like these shitty fucking foods. Nobody likes kale. You're lying. It's tasteless crap. It's like quinona, or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. You, you shouldn't have to bother. Number one, nobody knows what to call it. That's why everyone just goes, yeah, do you ever have your salad? Yeah, right. The, the Q stuff? I don't know what you call it. I just call it, I call it the Q like salad, because that's it. That's what it is. It's like quiche. Every time I see quiche, I think quitchy. And I'm trying to think, what the fuck is quitchy? Quitchy. Quitchy. You served that at the party with your quinoa. Yeah. (laughs) Quinoa. That's what that shit is. Fucking quinoa. Quinoa. No, nobody likes it. It's shitty, fucked up, not rice. It doesn't ever cooks. No. It's it's like, fuck. No, it's, 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 it's like... Like eating a homeless man's underwear. You just don't know. That's not something you go to your way to get. Someone thought it was good and tried to serve it to a thousand people. And then he did. It's never as your clothes. That's what all these fucking donors are. You don't want to tell them that they're shit. So you know who fucking thought it was good? Fucking vegan. That's who thought it was fucking good. My, uh... My vegan girlfriend that I dated last summer, uh... Pushed the... That was her... I think that was her protein or something... But she would put, put quinoa and fucking everything and say, oh, no, it's just as good. No, it's not. It's fucking no. not. Lumpy rice shit. Give me my goddamn meatloaf. Oh, it's just like meatloaf. No. Fuck you. No. There's nothing worse than somebody who doesn't eat something to say that it's just like it. No, it's fucking not. You didn't like it when you first fucking started eating it because you're all fucking sad with some of the fucking animals and shit, you fucking beefbag. Give me a break. Yeah, none of them like it. They don't, and then, but they have to lie and pretend they do. Cause that's, they, especially the vegan thing. Nobody likes vegan food. You read that, you ever read beyond our fucking threads with these people when they're, they're alone? 
on the Facebook and they started admitting it. Oh, I eat the honey. Yeah, I totally eat honey too. That's like not bad, right? No, no, yeah, no. no. It's not one of the bad ones. It's like one of those sort of, you know, it's like a gray area. No, there's no gray area. You're just all liars. Total fucking complete fucking liars. I, I, I'm sorry. I just don't. And then the shitty food guy, Kale guy, you don't like Kale. No. You're a fucking asshole. He's always drinking some weird tea out of a fucking mason jar. Yeah, what's that fucking kombucha with a fucking tea, you fucking... That's jerk. another one. Nobody knows what it is. Nobody knows what it does. They're all lying. Nobody cares. I had a fucking buddy who actually had this dude approach him and say, dude, we're going to start... I want to start up a fucking business. And he's like, all right, what do you want to do? We're going to make our own fucking kombucha. Okay, this is so this is your business. You think people are going to come out, spend money... And have, like, your kombucha shit that's made out of, what, your fucking house? And you think this is a viable fucking bit? Like, this is how fucking retarded these people are. Yeah, no, I had a buddy... This is a viable fucking option. Stop it. I lived with a guy who, uh, his name was Serge, and he was going to sell kale. I I swear to God, he's the one who got me eating kale. Oh, my God. Can I just get a couple of singles from him? There we go. See, now, here's a burgeoning industry you can get in. Big cigarettes. Yeah, perfect. Uh, it's I a huge, that. huge industry here in Vancouver. Thank you. We actually, we have, uh, it's awesome because they're now selling counterfeit versions of the counterfeit cigarettes. <laughs> you know, you got to be careful that you're not buying the counterfeit counterfeits because they're terrible. But, like, how, how counterfeit... Here, probably realize I'm cleaning my car while I'm doing it. Um, <laughs> how counterfeit can a cigarette really get? Like, at one point, does it just not stop being tobacco? Like, well, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure some of them are just, like, ground-up newspaper and old hamster cage shavings or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, because I know that I learned... Um, when I uh, when I used to install conveyor belts for a living, um, when I was talking to the guys on the Union Reserve about their um, the uh, the really cheap cigarettes, the one where you pick up a case for like like a, you know, like a whole carton of loose packets for like eight bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Here there's it goes for twenty five bucks a carton. Well, they yeah, nowadays they do, but back then they didn't. Um, they were, because the guy gave me, like, he just comes up and hands me the bag, goes, here, man, there's a fucking bag of smokes, don't bother smoking your own smoke, please, I'm like, all right, free cigarettes, fantastic. So, I light one up, and the fucking cigarette was light, and I was like, why would this fucking thing light? And then I find out the entire cigarette tube is filled with a twin. It's just, yeah, one big solid. It's just this piece of wood. Like, what the hell? There's a stick in there. And then when I asked him about it, he's like, yeah, well, you know why they're so cute? I'm like, why? He goes, because those are the four sweeping. Sure, yeah. I'm like, oh, makes, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Hey, when you just say it matter-of-factly like that, it just it has to make sense. Uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, no, I get it. Now, that, yeah, that, 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 that explains why it tastes like I'm smoking dust. Yeah, <laughs> you are. That's what it is. Uh, but now we're we're getting the the forestry things and versions thereof. The, the the fucking I'm sorry, I got a flip flop on my position again. It's the Chinese people doing it. Uh, yeah, the Chinese people have figured out that they can sell fake fake cigarettes for cheaper than the fake cigarettes <laughs> and make a good profit off it. It's just my God, you guys aren't helping me at all. 
All right. I'm trying to be on your side here, but when you do shit like that, underhanded shady shit to, to underhanded shady people, you're you're shadying the shady people for fuck's sake. Which again just makes no fucking sense. Like why? Why and why? Exactly. Oh hey, speaking which is the hot Chinese nurse and I'm in love with. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, this thing, anyway. I'm going to have to let you go. I'm yeah. fucking tired. I think All we're... Right. That's, uh, yeah, it was a good time. I'm tired, too. I got to get back to hating someone else. Keith, I love you. Gordon, I love you even more. Uh, thanks for a great show. Um, we will uh, We'll be back again, folks, to do this. Um, I don't know when. I'm not even going to give a time anymore. I'll just say... Until you hear from me, take care of each other. And I don't know, fuck something. I don't even know what. Fuck something. Fuck everything. Fuck nobody. I don't. <laughs> that couldn't have been more perfect. I love it. It just fuck something. <laughs> fuck something. It is fuck. What's that old thing? If you can't fix it, fuck it. If you can't fuck it, smoke it. I don't remember. Smoke it. Carry it. I don't know. Bury it so somebody else can fuck it later. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I hope we get to do this again soon, and I'll flip through a paper and get us something to talk about. Absolutely. Probably um, Wednesday night. Perfect. That, that'll, that'll work out well. I look forward to it.